The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show. Well, many of you may remember the book, Mars and Venus, and the whole subject of Mars and Venus, which Dr. John Gray has brought to life for many, many years. His brand new book is Beyond Mars and Venus, Relationship Skills for Today's Complex World. Dr. John Gray is the author of Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. He's arguably the best-selling and most influential relationship author in the world. The number one best-selling hardcover book of the 90s, Mars Venus, was listed by USA Today as number six among the most influential books of the last quarter century. With his books now translated into approximately 45 languages in more than 100 countries, Dr. Gray has appeared many times on Oprah, as well as the Dr. Oz Show, Today, CBS This Morning, and Good Morning America. He's been profiled in Time, in Forbes, in USA Today, TV Guide, and People, and was the subject of a three-hour special hosted by Barbara Walters. With Dr. Gray's trademark humor and insights making him relevant, as he was in the 90s, he's in demand as a speaker and on media throughout the world. Welcome, Dr. John Gray. Well, thank you so much. Always a pleasure to talk with you, Patricia. Yeah, yeah, it's very, uh, always wonderful. You know, you talked about from the cave to the condo, remember, years and years ago. And I remember when I first heard you, I thought, you know, why is he saying this? Men aren't always silent and women aren't always talking. But then I thought about it. <laughs> and in a lot of ways, you know, what you say is co- is so right. And it's just understanding each other's styles. Is that is that a big part of it? Well, we do definitely have styles, and a lot of our styles are conditioned in or reactions to stress. The, the yes. differences I really tune into, which is why the book's so popular around the world and people relate to it in different ways around the world, is because our biology of men and women does not change quickly. Even though our, the, the circumstances of our relationships have tra- changed dramatically in the last 25 years, our biology is primarily the same. Men and women have a different set of hormones that regulate their moods, their behavior, their ability to experience love, their ability to feel happy. If a man has low testosterone, for example, uh, even five to ten times more than a woman would be low to t- uh, testosterone for a man, he'll be depressed and have a heart attack. Uh, for women, they need a higher level of estrogen and a balance of estrogen to progesterone that's very unique to women, has nothing to do with men. And if a man, if a woman was to have men's testosterone levels, her estrogen levels would significantly drop and she would be, you know, prone to all kinds of mood disorders and so forth. Or her estrogen levels would spike 
and she would be more vulnerable to cancer and so forth. Mm-hmm. So these are like real realities that, while in the psychological field, there's still a tremendous amount of denial of male-female differences. If you go to the medical world, where they're, where they're making drugs, they find that certain drugs work for women, don't work for men. All kinds of procedures that are necessary for women in terms of their hormones are, not, are the opposite for men. Uh, for many women today, we want to do things to help build the natural estrogen in her body, kick out the xenoestrogens from the environment uh, so that she can be healthy, whereas for men, we want to lower those estrogen levels and increase their testosterone levels. And what I've done in this new book is to focus on how behaviors and lifestyle changes have a dramatic effect on our hormonal balance, and communication skills can actually uh, stimulate hormone balance as opposed to having to go out and take hormones, which in many cases is proven to create cancer or at least dramatically increase your rate of so, cancer. So let me ask you, I mean, the physical differences are really making it, I mean, you're saying there are real physical differences, but the communication skills will help with that, right? That's right. Will help That's to, right. go ahead. For example, I mean, put it very practically, if a woman can freely express how she feels, and a man does not get defensive, her estrogen levels will skyrocket. But without mm. new skills, when women express how they feel, men express how they feel back, and they're in an argument. And uh-huh. his estrogen levels will soar as well, uh, which causes him to become angry, aggressive. Uh, uh, you literally, you cannot experience empathy, which is necessary for good communication, uh, while both people are feeling angry. Not possible. And particularly men, any man, if he's feeling angry, he doesn't feel empathy. Women, ironically, do have the capacity to feel some empathy when they're feeling angry or hurt or sad or whatever. They feel it for themselves. They can feel it for others. Men don't. Uh, it's a very, very different reality for men, which is when they're, when they're feeling angry, their testosterone levels are converting into estrogen. And so they're actually, they're, the centeredness of a man, which he needs to have 20 to 30 times more testosterone than a woman, is depleting. And this is what's going on today. Is men are losing uh, all the good qualities of masculinity when they get in relationships. And, and also out in the world, being out of work is also an estrogen stimulator in men and a testosterone suppressor. Let me ask you that. I mean, have the roles changed in some ways? So many more women are in the workplace, and many women earn more than men and have more powerful positions than men. Is this playing a role in this too, John? has a massive role in this. But before I say more, let me give a, uh, a setup. What I'm about to say would sound like the answer is for women to stop being in the workplace, and let's go back to you know, women depending on men for financial security. I'm not saying that at all. However, that would be the way some people could take it if they don't have the new relationship skills that I'm talking about. And this is why so many people cling to the past is because as women have moved over to the workplace, first of all, it puts men out of work. Mm. <laughs> okay. Second of all, in relationships, it puts men out of work. Uh, on a very basic primary level, for millions of years, an animal kingdom all the way to monkey kingdom and whatever, women have relied on men for certain things. When you rely on something, on a man for something, it boosts his testosterone. You know, we need as men to have 30 times more testosterone, 20 times more testosterone than women. Mm -hmm. But that testosterone level is fueled by feeling that someone depends on us, someone needs us. We have to get up in the morning and go to work because our family needs it. Well, if, if you don't have to do it anymore, uh, what happens is you sit on a video game and play videos, and you, don't, mm. you lose your ambition, you lose your strength, you lose your motivation. Mm. 
And, and, you know, some men, you know, there's a whole group of now rising academics that are going, oh, poor men, you know, they've been, you know, treated this way. Look at the biology of this. Men need to be in situations where they are dependent upon. And when mm-hmm. women no longer depend on men, a major source of love for men has dissipated. And now we're talking about love, which is kind of an abstract thing. Uh, uh, but it's a, all right, it's a wait, reality. let me ask you. We all just some... need love. Okay, let me just ask you, though. So if that's the case, let's say the woman is the breadwinner. How can that man, if he's stay-at-home, whether he's a stay-at-home dad or whether he's retired, not and even stay-at-home dad, kicking just butt, e- how, how does he equal, feel wanted? Just an equal uh, uh, earner. Not even if he's staying at home and dependent on his wife for financial security. Uh, even if he's just equal. If he's okay. equal, a woman doesn't depend on him anymore. She knows she can go off on her own and not depend on a man. What happens okay. is when you don't feel hungry for food, let's say I give you diet pills, you don't feel hungry for food. Food doesn't taste as good. It's as simple as that. You know, we're all dissatisfied. People who are, who are getting divorced, people who are not single, people who can't fall in love, people who can't find the right person, they're not hungry enough for love. Basically, no. we get super picky and petty and so forth. But you know what's amazing me? I have to ask you. I'm seeing marriages 40 and 45 years and people are getting divorced. We didn't see this 25 years ago, John. We've never seen it. And it's because basically when our hormones are, are not being supported, when women's hormones, the estrogen levels is what allows you to bond with men. Right. Oxytocin allows you to bond with men. Uh, uh, progesterone allows you to be happy and not be so dependent on a man. <laughs> so you need all those qualities. You know, sometimes you can depend on him, sometimes you can't. So women have a set of hormones that keep their stress levels down, keep their hearts open. And when you're spending all day at work, eight hours a day at work, when your lifestyle is overworking, uh, when you feel you don't have enough time, when you're working for money, all of those things stimulate testosterone, okay? So when women's testosterone levels are being stimulated, uh, women, sometimes women say, well, first of all, when the testosterone is being stimulated, their estrogen progesterone levels drop. And those are the hormones that allow women to get pregnant, but they're also the same hormones that allow women to feel well-being. Nature has it so that if women are just, you know, doing the things to create pregnancy, uh, Mm. gives them huge rewards. That's why sex is theoretically for most people is such a pleasurable experience is that anything you know which will help the evolution will be more pleasurable and so forth and for Mm -hmm. women when their bodies are not producing the estrogen and the oxytocin and the progesterone that could make them pregnant their bodies don't experience greater happiness so what we find Mm -hmm. is we're kind of addicted to this new relationship one after another until that goes away Because newness, when you fall in love, if you find somebody there's a sexual attraction because there's a difference between that person and your biology, there's Mm -hmm. a genetic arousal that occurs when somebody has genes which are different from yours. There's a chemistry that can get activated. There's a newness that you feel in that relationship. You get about a few months or a few years of high dopamine levels. You know, that's if everybody goes back to being teenagers, you know, and, I, when you're, mm. and sometimes when you're 45 years old and you start again, you're like a teenager, you just, that first touch, there's like electricity. 
Well, that's the newness. That's the high dopamine. It's mm-hmm. literally like getting turned on to a drug. And eventually it loses its power to give you that much pleasure mm-hmm. over time. I, I, want, new- I want to ask you something. I want to just tell you something. About three days ago, I went to see Billy Crystal, who was in, our, in the East Coast. He was in Providence, where I am. And it was the most amazing thing to watch him. This man has been married 45 to 50 years in love with his wife, as happy as he was, still attracted to her. This is a guy, you know, who's met everybody, all the gorgeous stars. So how do you account for that, John? That's my marriage. I'm, I'm 30, 33. I've been with my wife 40 years, 32 years married. Mm-hmm. I'm turned on to have great sex. I'm madly in love with her. You know, you have to have certain relationship skills. Now, Billy Crystal, I've seen his show. I know what he does. You yeah. know, Billy is... Highly creative guy, that's the first thing, which means he uses both his male and female sides. Creative people have a natural, an ability, whatever they've developed, and also it can be born with this, which is more access to both your male and female qualities. Now, that's Mm -hmm. the first step. That's creativity. He also leads a life of success. When a man is successful, he is an alpha male, which means his testosterone levels are double. I'm an alpha male just due to my success. It causes my testosterone levels to be 25% higher than when I was a young man. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. average male today at 65, even at 50, his testosterone levels are half. So if you're mm-hmm. not a Billy Crystal or number one best-selling author or multimillionaire or whatever, how does a man keep his testosterone up? And the answer to this is when a woman depends upon a man and is responsive to him both outside and inside the bedroom, it pumps up a man's testosterone. And that's mm-hmm. what's the case with Billy is that he's got a partner, he's got a lifestyle where she can be dependent upon him. You know, there's a place where, now, if you can't have a husband where you're dependent on them financially, which is the economic situation today, is a doomsday picture? No. What it is, is you have to create relationship skills where women are dependent upon men for certain support. And that's what I help with people, thousands of people with, restore that romance, restore that attraction, restore that happiness. We are going to take a break. This is incredible, as always, John. All right, and it, so we're going to continue this conversation with Dr. John Gray, who is the best-selling author or the best-selling and most influential relationship author in the world. He's the author of Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, and his brand-new book is Beyond Mars and Venus, Relationship Skills for Today's Complex World. We're going to talk more about men and women and how can you how can you keep the relationship hot and vital and vibrant. And it is possible. Dr. John Gray will tell you how right after the break and for the whole hour. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com. America's Voice. We'll be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset, your home? 
Is it from a reality show on cable TV, a comparison website, or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. Tune into Real Real Estate Today with host and realtor Deb Tomorrow. You can't afford to play guesswork when it comes to your new or existing home. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. are listening to the Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Patricia Raskin Show. We are here with Dr. John Gray, the author of Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. John Gray is arguably the best-selling and most influential relationship author in the world. Number one best-selling hardcover book of the 90s, Mars Venus, was listed by USA Today as number six among the most influential books of the last quarter century. He's, he speaks all over the world. He has a brand new book which is the updated version, Beyond Mars and Venus, Relationship Skills for Today's Complex World. Welcome back, John. All right, let's do the fizzle. How do you, you know, having said everything you're saying with the different levels, testosterone, uh, how do we do this? We're in a different world today, different world. Okay, so you mentioned, you used the term role reversal, roles have changed. As women are more independent, that's a role change. Right. That means you're less dependent on men. That means men's testosterone levels will be lower. Just because when people depend on a man, his testosterone goes up. When women depend on a man, her estrogen levels go up. So we're seeing all these estrogen hormonal imbalances that are occurring in women. And also what happens when women are dependent on men. Think about when you fell in love with a guy and you're like waiting for him to call and you're, needing, you know, you're looking for reassurance. And there's an excitement. There's a thrill. That's dopamine. Dopamine comes when you're vulnerable, when you're dependent on someone, when there's, you know, dependence is always going to be, are they going to be there? Do, you know, and de- a nicer word for dependence is needing, is feeling your hunger for what a man can offer. And I'm talking to the women here. And so in that case, it's when you're financially secure uh, to a greater extent, then what happens is that hunger becomes less dependent on that man. Also, if you have a lawyer and you're married, your hunger, your dependence on that man becomes less. I mean, this is a shift in the whole history of humanity. And so what I have seen is that the answer is always there at every step of evolution. And the answer here is Maslow talked about it in 1940. He said when, when survival and security needs are fulfilled to a great extent, 
then another need becomes more and more important for your happiness and well-being. And that need is the need for intimacy, the need for personal expression, a need for um, a new kind of emotional support that allows us to be more complete in who we are in our expression. So if a woman is working all day expressing her male qualities, what she needs from a man is, is his support to come back to her female side, and that will provide tremendous pleasure. And how do you come back to your female side? You use a man to create intimacy. And the way intimacy is primarily see into me. So that means women have to use new skills to articulate what they're feeling inside that they don't express during their daily job. And there's a thousand feelings every day that you don't express during the day because you're on your male side and you treat your feelings the way men do, which is it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. What's the point in talking about it? It's just a waste of time. And so that's what men have been doing to women. Now women are doing it to themselves. All right. All right. Hold on. I just want to share something. I listened to Ariel Ford's uh, whole series. It was on sexuality. I think you were part of that. It was a tape series a couple years ago when uh, when the um, Fifty Shades of Grey had just come out. And these were all, you know, therapists and sex therapists. And they were talking about this amazing how these, you know, these books and the sex toy industry was exploding. And they had sold, you know, millions of copies of the book and what's going on. And what these what these experts said, and it amazed me, is that many times these strong, powerful women are so strong and powerful during the work that they really want to almost be submissive in the bedroom through this kind of bondage. I thought that was amazing. That's what they were saying was happening. What do you think, John? No, that's exactly what was happening. That was why that show had such enormous, that book and movie, mainly the book, had such an enormous impact on women. More women bought that book than any book in history and also in the shortest amount of time. I mean, that beat my sales by by a long leap, but not that much more. But basically (laughs) what it was is, is, uh, you know, S&M is a way to play a game, play a role where the woman gets to feel this submissive and submission produces huge amounts of estrogen. And then Mm -hmm. as her estrogen levels are going up, she experiences an access to love the feeling love. Uh, I mean, love is such a uh, concrete feeling, I'm almost embarrassed to say it because most people don't even feel it anymore unless they're eating mm-hmm. ice cream. They uh, love their ice cream. They love their chocolate. <laughs> but, you know, they're... There, there's books even written by mm-hmm. authors who say love is not even a feeling. They say it's just a behavior. I go, poor author. They don't even know what, it, what it's like to actually yeah. feel in love, to feel love. And we're losing that feeling. And, yes, once you feel that feeling your behavior is always typically going to be much more supportive and it is a more, you know, selfless and giving, uh, you know, type of behavior. So we call that loving behavior, but the foundation of being able to source loving behavior rather than, you know, making a New Year's resolution to be loving is you got to feel it. That's where it comes from. Well, and and there's a lot of trust involved there. I mean, you know, if you're submissive and you're handcuffed or you're blindfolded, you're really giving your power... 
once you get handcuffed and tied to a table, you feel suddenly that that person could do anything. And part of the role-playing they do in S&M is a lot of verbal stuff. It's not just physical. It's verbal. You know, now I can do whatever I want to you. Now you're within my power. Now you can't go well, anywhere. See, that scares now, me. Now, now that prior scare to me. that, see, that's all just kind of a role-playing game. Yeah. But prior to that, yeah. you, set a, you set a boundary. So you know ultimately that you're safe. So there is this background. So, you, so your terror doesn't go too high. It's almost like going to a scary movie. You know, uh, it's scary, but you know it's yeah. safe. You have your safe words, and they'll always be respected. And that's part of it. But the problem here is now you're depending upon these sort of uh, yeah. fantasies Experiences. in order to experience these parts yeah. of you, rather than having reality allow you to experience your vulnerability, the part of Got you it. which is dependent and needs and trusts and so forth. Imagine having a relationship where you can trust being completely vulnerable to your partner. Mm-hmm. And that's what I teach people is without S&M, because what <laughs> happens is S&M produces such an intensity, and there's research behind this, that it's almost like take, what is like taking a drug, that yeah. you become desensitized to it and you have to go to extreme forms. And when you study S&M, what you see is that it keeps becoming more and more extreme to where then pleasure equals pain, pain equals pleasure, yeah. and yeah. you go into the state of you know, uh, complete loss of self in that. And what I'm trying to do is fully express self in, in reality. You know, not depending on mm-hmm. fantasy. Even back in the Red Book days, or back in the Cosmo Red Book days of the 70s, the feminists were all saying, you know, uh, fantasize about somebody else to get turned on. It's very yes. common practice in Europe because there's such a deadbed there that because there's no understanding of gender differences anymore, everybody's trying to equalize it. You can't stay turned on your partner, so you're constantly fantasizing. Women fantasize their partners. Men go and watch porn to do it, and do you porn's think becoming that's more healthy, popular John? even for women. Do you think that's healthy to be fantasizing no, about other people? No, a little R-rated uh, skin is a part of is you know what we see in kind of R-rated right. movies. I think is perfectly healthy, but what happens? You know, you've got an addiction to porn, which means that. You lose your capacity to be turned on to your partner. The more you depend mm-hmm. on something else to get turned on, just yeah. like alcohol or drugs, the less yeah. you're going to be able to turn on by reality. Yeah. Reality doesn't st- stimulate as much dopamine. That's the pleasure brain chemical as fantasy. Mm-hmm. And, and non-physical fantasy, that, that's, that's even worse, where you're getting digital fantasy. What happens is mm-hmm. it produces even more uh, dopamine. Because see, if I'm touching a real woman... What happens is, besides dopamine that gets turned on, oxytocin gets turned on, serotonin gets turned on, estrogen gets turned on. There's a lot of other things that get turned on to keep my dopamine from going too high. Because when Mm -hmm. dopamine goes too high, that's heroin. And that Mm -hmm. feels really good, but now you become overly dependent on that. Your brain rewires itself to only seek pleasure in that extreme form, and you can't experience pleasure in moderate forms. Mm. So suddenly, you're, you, you know, all the little things of life, yeah. going out and looking at Do, a view and being just totally enraptured so by it, it goes away. It sounds like there's so much that we're really addicted. We're, we're really, we're not facing what's right here in front of us. We're not able to really enjoy. So we're becoming addicted to other things. Actually, that- we're addicted to other things, high stimulators, which has a biological shift in our body, which prevents us from being able to enjoy just peacefulness. So yeah. what you'll find is yeah. if you were to yeah. turn off your TV, turn off your cell phone, turn off all the uh, stimulation in your life, you would feel restlessness or distress rather than relaxation and peacefulness. 
See, those are the natural states. Life should be exciting and peaceful. Mm-hmm. Life should be mm-hmm. motivating and then uh, relaxing. You yep. see, there's these opposites. Well, we can't get to the positive side of the opposite of stimulation when we're being overstimulated. And that's what addiction is. That's sugar. Yeah. That's desserts. That's carbs. That, that's the junk food generation that we are. It's that's crazy movies. It's, it's what we're watching on television, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm not against TV, but it's like it's gone so extreme. And then when you got, you know, reality TV, reality TV oh. isn't real, isn't real. That's what people have to understand. I'm, I know what happens in Hollywood. I've been a part of reality TV and walked away simply because you get a group of people together and you start feeding them. Can you intensify that? We need something a little crazier than that. Try it again. It's constantly rigged to be way beyond reality. And people are seeing that as reality. And it, but it's just fantasy. We're disconnecting from it. Mm. Oh, all right. We're going to take a break. Uh, people can find your book, Beyond Mars and Venus. Uh, tell us just by going onto your website. Oh, you can go to my website. You can go to anywhere. It's everywhere right now. Okay. And the website Mars is? Venus, MarsVenus.com is a good place to get it because you also get a three-hour uh, CD on uh, sex. or A download on sex, which is really fun. Okay. And then you're on Facebook? Facebook, Mars.Venus.John.Gray. Yeah. Okay. All right. And when we come back, we're going to talk more. We'll find some more really exciting things. We'll talk about um, the 21st century relationship with Dr. John Gray and how can... How can we take all these differences and all this overstimulation and what are some of the things we can do to bring that back if it's really not there? And uh, he'll give us some concrete strategies for that. Again, the brand new book is Beyond Mars and Venus, Relationship Skills for Today's Complex World. Take your relationship to the next level. That's what we'll talk about next. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Why? Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. 
Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. I'm so excited to have Dr. John Gray, who is arguably the best-selling and most influential relationship author in the world. He's the author of Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, and he now has the brand-new updated version, Beyond Mars and Venus, Relationship Skills for Today's Complex World. The first Mars-Venus was listed by USA Today as number six among the most influential books of the last quarter century. And now he's back with an updated version. And we're talking about the new relationships because things have really changed over the past 30 years in roles with men and women. So welcome back, John. All right. Let's talk about vanilla relationships. Okay, here's the picture. Here's the picture. You've been in a marriage 15, 20 years, maybe 30 years. You, you know, you're not really happy, but you've learned how to navigate. He leaves you alone. You leave him alone. You go to functions together, vanilla, or even blander than vanilla. Uh, any way of changing that? Yes, yes. Okay. What I've seen, and, and what I've seen is that, first of all, what's happening is basically you've lost your authenticity. You've learned the landmines. You learned what you can share of yourself, what you can't right. share of yourself, and you suppress parts of who you are. Right. So the idea is the easiest way to begin expressing parts of you that have been suppressed is express the parts of you which are safe to express that you didn't know in the past. So here's one of the new skills. This, is, this new book is Relationship Skills for Our Modern Relationships. So the first is for women to realize that they need to talk more about how they feel regarding things that have nothing to do with their husband. Okay, so a woman, if she talks about her feelings, is going to be complaining about him, nagging him, making comments about him to him, and that's the mistake you make. That's some of the bad habits you've developed over the years. Mm -hmm. Either you don't express it because you feel it, or you say it without regard for how he feels. You know, you didn't put this away. You're not doing that. You should do this. Why are you doing it like that? Asking too many questions. Why don't you talk? Why do you talk so much? Whatever it is, all of that questioning is the most annoying thing women do to men. Now, men may, everything I'm saying about women, that may reverse as well, because as men's testosterone levels, unfortunately and unnaturally drop, but it's common today, all of the things I say about women, men start doing too. So it can go either way. But when you're, but I'm, the solution is for women to start stimulating the female hormone, which is dropping in women rapidly, which is why women have twice as much dementia. Women have twice as much Alzheimer's mm. twi- and the heart rate, mm. heart disease is going up for women. Cancer is going mm. up for women. It's all about women becoming too much like men. So mm. we want to bring women back to their female side, not only for their health, but for happiness in your relationship. 
So learn to talk about things that have nothing to do with your partner for short periods of time, concentrated periods of time. Just say, for 10 minutes, Dr. Gray says, I need to talk about everything that's bothering me that has nothing to do with you. As simple as that. And, and it's going to be your prescription for health. And your job, Mr. Man, is to just listen and say nothing, nod your head, and I promise you afterwards I'm going to feel a little better and I'm going to feel grateful and I'm going to come in for a three- to six-second hug and I want to feel mm. your arms around me. And then mm. I, you can just go and do whatever you want. And then you ignore give, it. And that's it. No conversation Give, him, after give us that. an example of what you might say to him. Just, just an example. Okay. So I'm going to be my wife today. You know, okay. I'm so frustrated about what they're doing right now in the government. It's just so depressing. I can't believe what I just heard is this and this and this. Yesterday, right. I went to the office, and my computer broke down again. And, and, and you know, the, the people next to us are supposed to fix it. I've called them, and I've called them again. It's so disappointing to me. You know, I try to get this done. There's nobody to help me. I'm not asking for your help. That's not your job. That's my job at work. But I just want to bring home a little bit of my job at work. If you're older and you don't have a job, then you can talk about my grandkids. I cannot believe what my grandkids, my daughter said this to them, and this went on. Kind of what women used to do is gossip. You do this, and men just turn off to it. You know, or they interrupt you with solutions and fixes. You want to be able to freely express what you feel inside yourself about things in your life that have nothing to do with your partner. And I promise you, what I've seen on stage, I bring people on stage, there's many women who are so unhappy in their marriage that they cannot even do that because they say, oh, I'm completely happy in my life, although they're flat and bored. I'm completely happy in my life. My only problem is him. And when that's the case, that's not his problem. That's her problem is we need to back off from looking to our partners to change and look at the things we'd like to be changed in our life and express our frustrations, our disappointments, and our concerns about that and not about things our partner does or doesn't do. So that's an example mm. called a Venus talk. Now, my book mm. has a little bit more depth than how you can do that, but the yeah. key is you want to cover frustrations, disappointments, and concerns and anything you feel embarrassed about. Then for the last couple of minutes in your 10-minute little Venus talk, you express how much you appreciate your partner, verbalize what you appreciate them. And that is a habit women need to get into because they sort of stop doing it. And men will often say, ah, don't worry about it, don't big deal, whatever. But men need to hear it again and again. Mm-hmm. What men have to practice is listening, something men don't do. But more mm-hmm. beyond just listening is beginning to feel empathy. And the more women can actually feel their emotions when they're talking, the more empathy he will experience. And that brings back life. It increases testosterone in men. It increases estrogen in women. Mm. It reconnects you. That's one example from my book. Excellent. All right. Now I want to give you a different scenario, John. It's it's the opposite scenario because this is what I've seen. And this is what I actually saw with my parents, but I've seen it in people my age. You know, my parents had that typical relationship. My father was the, the provider. He was professional. My mother was the beauty queen, the trophy wife, and I mean, if she wanted anything, she raised her hand and called out his name, and that was it for 64 years. Now, I'm sure there was some suppression there because it was, but she loved that kind of submissive, you know, even if she fought with him, and they did, in the end, you know, he was like the protector. Now, I've seen that. I'm watching that in relationships today, only what often happens with the man is he may get bored with that, so he goes somewhere else for the intellectual stimulation or somewhere else for the sex. 
sex, but he takes care of her, he meets her needs, and she turns a blind eye because she's, you know, she's got everything. She's got the gorgeous kids and the grandkids, and he's got the restlessness, but he's complacent. But I don't really think he's that happy. So I'd like you to talk about this. Does this sound familiar? Well, what's interesting about what you said is that it sounds familiar for the last several hundred years. (laughs) <laughs> is as women would age, <laughs> have a lot of babies, they weren't interested in sex anymore. And if he could provide enough for his partner, then women were pr- completely okay with him finding it with other women, but not if, not if he wasn't providing for her. And that was kind of an openness that was very accepted, that if men you know, were doing a good job for their family, as women got older, their interest in sex became less, and therefore he could find other women. The reality today is that we see many women, women in their 70s and 80s and even 90s who are sexually active. If a woman is able to express both her male and female qualities, like she has a job, she's interested and she's making a difference, she's also happy in her life, she takes time to relax, go on vacations, she shares her feelings, she's expressing both male and female qualities, then her interest in sex will sustain throughout life. Okay, because it's the balancing those male and female qualities that creates the passion that you can feel in sex. In the more traditional relationships, women lost interest in sex because they weren't expressing their male side at all. You know, they're pretty much doing their nurturing thing all the time. You've got to be expressing your male side to activate your sexual energies. But if you're a woman and you're mainly on your male side and not your female side, it will, you will become depleted. Because you need, in order to respond sexually, you need female hormones. In order to want sex, you need male hormones. But what about the man who's like constantly, you know, being this provider, and maybe that's enough for him, but there's something missing for him too, because he's always being depended upon. So he's like finding these outlets. Look, no, it's if he's being dependent upon, but not successful in getting what he needs in response. When a man does a job... He can do all kinds of things he doesn't even want to do, but if the reward is love, and and in our society, money means you'll get love. So money is just a symbol for, oh, if I got money, some woman's going to love me. So if a man does a job and love comes along, then he's satisfied. If he's in a relationship where a woman is not experiencing uh, that height of love, which comes from a sexual orgasm. Uh, I didn't mean to say that, but that's where it comes from. But it comes from her, her responsiveness to him will always stimulate the high testosterone in men. That's what's missing today. You know, when we see the average man at 50 has half the testosterone levels, we're not talking about the man who's getting it. Okay, it's, the, it's when the woman, you can be an alpha male, and, and then lots of women want you or whatever, but you're just so, you're very successful. Your yeah. testosterone levels are going to be high. But for the beta male, for the man who's not at the top of his field, he's doing a routine job or he's retired, suddenly where is he going to get that big boost of testosterone to feel yeah. alive? Go off to a new woman, a new and different woman, and you'll get a big boost of it. Go online, watch porn. For a while, you'll be getting this big boost. But like with any drug, that's a drug-like boost. You, your brain will habituate, and now normal life is very flat for you, and eventually you know, that doesn't do it for you as well. You're a drug addict to porn. So that's not the answer. The answer is learning bedroom skills and relationship skills to help your wife experience her vulnerability so that she can then appreciate him and enjoy his providing that safety and security. But I think there are some relationships that that they're beyond that. They're they're just, you know, I mean, they they don't even want to try that. They're just, they they found these coping mechanisms. I just, uh, you know... (laughs) People don't want to hear that other people are having sex, okay? 
Uh, oh, that's what my friend like, said to uh, me. He said none of his friends are having sex at 70 years old. None of them. N- none of them. They just don't do it anymore. I, I looked yeah. at him. That's what he said to me. Yeah. You know, if you go to indigenous tribes, men at 99 years old are having sex. Really? They don't stop having sex because their testosterone levels dro- don't drop. As I said, even at 50, the average man has half the testosterone levels he had as a young man, which means he cannot say, stay turned on to the same woman. You can always get turned on to porn, but eventually that burns out as well as your estrogen levels keep rising. And that's what's happening to men today. And they don't have the relationship skills and women don't have the relationship skills to boost his testosterone. He doesn't have the relationship skills to boost her estrogen so that she can boost his testosterone. Mm-hmm. There's an interdependence here, and there's a flatness, and, you know, there's a contentment. And in previous generations, people were content to, you know, they would find contentment and not get a divorce. But today, basically, we can't even find contentment because because we're so overstimulated when we watch TV, when we drink coffees, when we drink alcohols, when we drink sugars, whatever our addictions are, what that does is flattens our ability to even enjoy contentment, uh, which is what kept people together in the past. Right. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back in our, in our final segment today with Dr. John Gray, we'll talk um, more about uh, the gender difference between psychological and physiological. And we're also going to ask Dr. Gray, how is this book, Beyond Mars, Venus, how is this different from the original book, Mars, uh, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, which was written in the 90s. So, you know, how different is it? So stay tuned, folks. Uh, You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. And just want to let you know that the new book is Beyond Mars and Venus, Relationship Skills for Today's Complex World. Take your relationship to the next level with Dr. John Gray, who is the author of the international bestseller, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. And you can log on to marsvenus.com or on Facebook, mars.venus.john.gray. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. 
Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are talking to the amazing Dr. John Gray who is arguably the best-selling and most influential relationship author in the world. The number one best-selling hardcover of the 1990s, Mars Venus, was listed by USA Today, is number six among the most influential books of the last quarter century. And now, in 2017, Dr. John Gray has updated this book. It is now Beyond Mars and Venus, Relationship Skills for Today's Most Complex World. Welcome back, John. What's the difference between the two books? Uh, What is it, 20 years, 30 years later? Of 25 years later. 25 years later, but those ideas I was teaching 35 years ago. And they started to shift in terms of as the dynamics of relationships changed. Uh, really, we needed new relationship skills that I didn't cover in Men Are From Mars. Now, Men Are From Mars explains basic misunderstandings between men and women. That even right. if, you know, we talked before about couples who are in a relationship of kind of contentment and the sizzle's not there, but they're okay with that, it can still be more fun and easy with the ideas of men are from Mars, women are from Venus, which is when your partner is in their cave, if a guy's like not interested in you for a while, rather than take it personally, realizing that that's his way of rebuilding his testosterone level. It's not personal. It's a need he has then those times you need to go off and do things for yourself rather than sit there and think he doesn't love me and get mad at him. Women, on the other hand, if they are still talking about things that are bothering them about their day, men can learn. It's important to let her talk more, ask more questions, tell me more, what else. You know, these are things that will help bring her out, and then that's how she experiences intimacy is when he's there for her in that way. You know, so the, some of the basic misinterpretations between men and women, because we don't understand where our partners are coming from, we miss opportunities to love and support them, and we often make things worse. Uh, for example, trying to get a t- guy to talk about his feelings when he's wanting to watch TV is a disaster. Uh, he needs to forget his feelings for a while in order to lower his stress. Whereas women need to talk about their feelings to lower their stress and feel better. And when women do talk, we men tend to interrupt and solve problems, fix it, tell her she shouldn't be Mm. upset, what's the problem. Mm. So those are some of the common things that are still very relevant for many, many couples. Then we have this new dynamic of women becoming like men and men becoming like women. Mm -hmm. Women earning as much as men are even more disastrous when women earn more than men. Uh, Not that it has to be disastrous, but boy, do you need new relationship skills. Because if a man stays home with his children all day, cleaning a house, doing routine work, his testosterone levels will super drop. 
and he will have little interest in sex with her, but the woman he doesn't know, he'll have sex interest in with her. The mm. woman who's working all the time in the office comes home, her brain continues going, and little, little appreciation for what he's done. She'll feel like she'll, her brain will tend to be hyper-focused on what he hasn't done. And so these are things that we have to learn, these tendencies that are happening in our modern life, women feeling resentful towards men, men losing their motivation and feeling passive and not interested in sex with their wife. These are the, this is the fallout of our new role reversal, which is going on, or even role equality. It doesn't have to be reversal, role equality. I'm all for role equality, but we have to have new, we have to have new yeah. skills to deal with it, well, and we don't have those, and that's the new book, is teaching men the importance of helping women stimulate estrogen, and women learning right. half the month they need to stimulate estrogen, half the month they have to stimulate progesterone. What are the behaviors that will allow them to do that? What are the days when you really need your husband? It's really only five days of a month. They're during the ovulation time is when men have the power, if they understand the technique, to double her estrogen. And if it doesn't double for a woman, she will have an increasing level of dissatisfaction in her life. Mm. She's not reacting. She's not. What, uh, the, what do ahead. you say to millennials? What do you say? I mean, now to the next generation coming up. What do I say to them? I yeah. say that you I mean, got how, do you, how, do you, how are they going to handle this? Is, this is my question. Well, they're not getting married. And when they do get married, they're getting divorced faster. There's twice as many single people. They want to live with each other, which is okay in my mind. It's always been okay. But if they don't have the good relationship skills, they're not going to get to the point where they want to make a commitment Mm -hmm. to each other and get married. I think marriage is very, very important. They're tending to go, why get married when you're going to get a divorce and it's more complicated? They're losing their faith and trust and lasting love. Mm -hmm. They have no examples of it. They want it. They see it in the movies. They feel it. And now they believe it's not possible, so let's just enjoy it and move on. They don't realize how destructive that is to children, and they don't understand what an enormous bonus it is to make love to a woman you've been with for 40 years who's seen every mistake you've ever made and totally is in love with you. That's the great thing. The problem is for women who've seen every mistake a man's made and she keeps reminding him of them, that's not healthy. And that's why passion goes down in marriage. Wow. All right, John, what's your, what's your message? What's your clo- if people get one thing out of this interview and the main reason to get your book, tell, what is it? What is it? <laughs> well, if you want your marriage to last and be happy and fulfilled, you need new relationship skills. The world's a different place. Women's stress levels are at least twice as high as they used to be, which interferes with their ability to love, interferes with a man's ability to stay attracted to her. It creates more conflict or numbness. Either way, both of these things create disease and sickness on another level. So let's try to learn new skills. Just like you get a new computer, you need to get you know un- the updated software skills. And all it is is updating the software. The hardware is still the same between men and women, but we need, need new software in our relationships to find a greater balance. Mm, how beautiful. Just incredible, really. Just How long have you been doing this, John? I mean, I've been doing this 40, 40 years. 40 years, and imagine anybody getting a, a Microsoft computer after you used Apple. You'd be so frustrated, you wouldn't believe how complicated Microsoft is compared to Apple. <laughs> I recently had to work on a Microsoft software the other day, and I was so frustrated simply because I didn't know the software. 30 mm-hmm. years ago, I knew the software. It was easy. It was Got a great it. program. So Got we just it. have to learn Got the it. software. 
All right. All right. And tell people again how they can get your book and hear more about you or where you're speaking or go to seminars or webinars. Go ahead. Well, that's all at my website. It's pretty, you know, every day there's an hour talk I give on my website. There's lots of blogs. My daughter also does blogs. She's followed yes. in my footsteps. She's you wonderful. Know, she's got great yeah. stuff. It's very entertaining as well. That's at yeah. MarsVenus.com. But we're not up to date at the website with all the new information in my book. So I urge people to go ahead and get the book to get my latest info about the new relationship skills we need for the modern world. And at the, you can get it. You know, you can get links to places where you can buy it. But if you go to my website and you buy my book, you can also enter, enter you know, your receipt number, and we'll send you a free three-hour talk that I gave on the secrets of great sex. Uh, which we, we went all over the place in this interview, but I don't talk about S&M. I talk about straight, normal, <laughs> normal sex, but always creating the highest levels of fulfillment without mm-hmm. fantasy. All right. Thank you, John. This is, thank you so much. It's always an honor to have to interview you. It's a pleasure. Good to talk yeah. to you again. Yeah, thank you. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, remember the book, Beyond Mars and Venus, with Dr. John Gray, Relationship Skills for Today's Complex World. Remember, Dr. John Gray is the number one best-selling hardcover book of the 90s. That was his book, Mars, Venus. Now, 25 years later, he has the update, Beyond Mars and Venus. Go to MarsVenus.com. All right, remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Like me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, or Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. And if you want to be on my newsletter list, Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.